What is our Sunday school lesson this morning? The hands of Jesus. How many of you know that Jesus is not going to come down and do what he assigned the church to do? And what we have got to look at is that and and again we we've also lost sight of the fact that he's turned the work over to the children of God. He started to work, he finished his part and he went and sat down at the right hand of God. And when when God called us into the kingdom there is an assignment that you get because you're part of the kingdom of God. A lot of folk want to make us make you believe that God has left the scene. He's absent. He's they don't know how to get to heaven. They can read their Bible and it's confusing. Number one, you can't come this way unless you have faith first. And if you don't believe, how can you help somebody else to believe? If you don't do it, how can you help somebody else do it? So there is a responsibility that we have just like Jesus had his responsibility was to do the will of the Father. Now, if you're in the church and you're in the body of Christ and you have not settled that fact, you're not going to get this lesson. Because you have to settle the fact that you have a responsibility to the gospel whether you're called to preach or not. It is your responsibility for the gospel to work in your life. It is your responsibility to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. It's your responsibility. Your responsibility. You can have just as much anointing as you want. You can have just as much power with God as you want. But you've got to go after God the way God wants you to go after him. You know, uh, this generation isn't all that mindful of what they're doing anymore. Uh, what do you mean by that, Pastor? We don't pursue God like we're pursuing the world and things. Can you imagine those of you that is married? If somebody said they love you, they call you every three months. 
never offer you an opportunity to go out to dinner, look and talk face to face. What kind of relationship would that be? And what if those of us males that were married and the woman was pursuing us instead of us pursuing them, we take off running. Because we're made to hunt, not to be hunted. Come on. Brother, you might well let you might well say something here. You love to hunt, but you don't want to be hunted. Amen. And a woman loved to be hunted. Pursue me. Chase after me. Oh, you've been in so you've been in a holiness what one one or two years and you done forgot the game already? Tell me something good. Tell me the way I like it. Oh, y'all know the rest of the song. Come on, come on, come on. There are more songs that have been written about love, happiness, joy, and peace. And we're in the church and we got it all, that we got it in its purest form. Amen. Amen. So, when you look at the hand of Jesus, and, 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 and the hands of Jesus, I don't know why they, they, they didn't and they didn't they didn't make this the subject touch. Because when you look at the lesson, the big idea. I will be the hand of Jesus to the people, society cast aside. And you know what I like about this? I've been in the church long enough to know that all everybody in here is a misfit. You try to pretend once you get in here you wasn't, uh, I was a cream of the crop, I was uh, I was top chef. No, 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 no. He saved the bottom chef before he saved the top chef. Amen. I am thankful that he found me before I messed up all of my life. You might want to come over here. You spent too much time on the devil's side and you could sing a sad song all the years that I wasted. I wasted so much of my life. Thought I had joy, thought I had peace, thought I had happiness, and all I had was a bag full of habits and sad about it. Man, you know, can you imagine when you were out there, if you were thinking about it, can you imagine if you knew what you knew now, you were already down and depressed and wasn't feeling good, and then you would go get some alcohol and you couldn't figure out why you were sitting there crying and couldn't get out, get bring your head up out the mud. And you got... 
you already down and you get something else to get you downer, put you in a hole and you had no help to get out because everybody you know that kind called friend was in a hole. You know what I'm saying? And when they were feeling they worse, they came and got you and pulled you down with them. Come on, let's go have us some fun. And you re didn't realize this really ain't fun. Or you didn't have the courage to say, I'm really not enjoying myself. I want to go home. Oh, it sounds like I got to read some real folks in here this morning. And so, the writer introduces us to Mary Magdalene. You know, she could have been in the, she sounded like she was actually in my neighborhood. Mary had a whole bunch of problems, but nobody could help her solve. Bob did too. But they don't talk about Bob like they talk about Mary. She had was wild and unkept, maybe. We good, we can spot him, can't we? Ooh. We can spot jacked up people from way down the road. We can spot folks that's got a whole lot of problems. You got a good eye. But now, since you can spot them, let's try to minister to them. See, that's where the eye-hand connection, we see it with our eyes, but we can't connect with our hands. We got a coordination problem in the kingdom of God. We're good at diagnosing. Oh, did you see that? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, did, 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 what, what? And did, did next time somebody said that, well, what are we going to do about it? If God lets you see it, he, perhaps he meant for you to do something about it. Have you tried praying? Oh, no. That's foreign. But that's how the kingdom works. God calls you to focus on something so that he can figure out how to fix the problem. God never let anybody see a problem around him and didn't do something about it. Remember? He brought up a lot of the questions. What are we going to eat? We ain't got no food, Jesus. So he reminded them that they were hungry. And so it was Jesus. Just kind of bear with me. I'm going to get to the, to the crux of the letter. It was Jesus that brought up the problem that they were hungry. So that he could do something about the multitude that was sitting there hungry. 
We ain't got no food, Jesus. See what they got out there. Two fish, five loaves of bread. You notice the problem. Take it to the one that can fix it. Rather than you just talking and complaining about it. Tell him on you. There's some stuff in you you're not happy with. Tell him to fix it. Instead of we fall down, we get up. I just want to stand. When you look throughout the Bible, you find that Jesus was not intimidated by human weaknesses, whether they were natural or physical or mental. Come on, come on, come on. So this woman had not one, but seven demons. Now look at where you were when Jesus found you. If some of that stuff would have talked coming out of you, while you were rolling down there, frothing at the, out at the mouth, if some of that stuff would have told on you while it was coming out of you, the church would have cleared. We'd been on the other side of the street looking at you. Say, you going back in there? No, I'm going to wait until he come out. I'm going to wait until she come out. If some of that stuff would have talked, then I don't know. Is it which one of them would love God the most? The one that he done the most for? Isn't that amazing? We act like God haven't done nothing for us. And he, well, Lord, Lord, ain't no telling how many demons was in both legs. I'm not I'm telling you the truth. I came out of Lodabar. I didn't come out the palace. I came out of the neighborhood when sin is common and we called it fun. Come on. So Mary Magdalene had seven. Oh, just because yours wasn't counted. When you get to heaven, God can tell you exactly how many was in there. Or yours didn't show up or show out. Don't think you were all that good. She was a hooker, but a lot of us had a hooker spirit before we got saved. We'll hunch on anything and anybody. Oh, Pastor, you teaching too hard this morning, but I'm going somewhere. It had nerve to bark. Come on. Come on. And some of the song out there, you can't love somebody, love the one you with. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he old school. He know that. Don't hit him, Miss Bean. Don't hit him. And so we are missing out on a lot of good stuff by being in the kingdom of God. The devil had Mary Magdalene. And Jesus helped her get free. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. You too. Don't you let nobody cause you to forget where you came from. Then you won't value salvation the way you ought to value. Now, I ain't telling you to tell everybody either. That's something different too. You can say, hey, if I can't trust you with my future, I know I can't trust you with my past. Because you can't handle it. Mary Magdalene, she came to Jesus and Jesus somehow helped her go free and she followed Jesus. But if you notice, Jesus didn't bring it up. got to look at the, our example here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know I'm, I'm pretty sure it took Mary a while to walk straight. It wasn't, you know, uh, ooh, I'm with Jesus and uh, my life has changed, but Mary, you still got a wild taste in your mouth. Mary, you can't go down there on Hooker Road and say I'm visiting my friends. Mary, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta look the part, act the part, and talk the part. See, this is where the church is missing it. God clean you up when you go act like it. God clean you up and straighten you out when you go talk like it. God done did all this for you. You can't let your vocabulary slip back to where you came from. Paul said it best. The things that I used to do, I don't do no more. Come on. Come on. Brother Lamont, you can't go there. I don't care if the strip club is selling chicken. I I know the hole in the wall sells cokes and alcohol, but don't you go there. Because you're going to go there and somebody invariably going to go to the jukebox and hit your record. And if you're not careful, you're going to start doing this. And somebody's going to say, are you back? We miss you. (laughs) 
then you're going to have to freeze because you wasn't intending to come back. So, she was mentioned throughout the Bible, throughout the four Gospels. You see what I'm saying? Your past isn't as great as your future or what's going on in the present. You know the church have a problem with living in the present with God. We cannot live in the presence with God to save our lives. It's always based on I used to. Can you enjoy the now? And this is a problem. We think the now is in the present place is the worst place to be. That's why Sometimes folk in the church can't move forward. You can't get straight right now. I dare you to make a commitment. Let's do this service like it's going to be a dynamite service. I'm going to Praise God with my whole heart. I'm going to try God in the now. How I felt before I got here is irrelevant. What I ran into, what was on my mind, I'm going to focus on the now. Lord, have mercy. And watch some things open up for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he cast out seven devils. And her life was probably a mess. Mary is a classic example of how drastically Jesus can change a life. You forgot he changed you. You are nowhere near what you used to be. And now in the presence, you can't be happy because he changed you. You should be overjoyed. Got up this morning, a car's backfired, you didn't need no problem. Sirens, no problem. You weren't even scared. Because Jesus pulled you out the street and set you in the house of God. Come on here. He did that. You didn't walk out them streets and the streets don't let you go. Oh no, they don't. They don't. They do not. So you find throughout the Bible Mary was loved being touched by Jesus. Folks would walk away, Mary would stay behind. Now you can't wait to break out that door and take off running. 
Where you going? Home. The focus verse. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him, and said unto him, I will be thou clean. Lord, have mercy. For as I'm concerned, I changed the subject of the text. Touched by Jesus. You know, if if you notice, everybody here have a problem being touched by folk. Somebody walk up on you, but man, get your hands off me. Don't touch me. I don't know you. Don't touch me. Remember we, 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 we were being mean to one another? Don't touch me. Mama, mama, he touched me. And if you notice, what we don't like is what Jesus chose to do. Why can't we keep a continual touch from God flowing in our lives? Lord, have mercy. Now, let, 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 me, let, me, let me give you some. I would draw you in, but I ain't, I ain't nowhere close to where I need to be, so I'm going to just tell you a few things. In the Hebrew, touch means to bring a body part in contact with especially so as to perceive thought, the tactical, hand or feel gentle, gently, usually with the intent to understand or appreciate. God wants you to know, I understand. And so we have a problem realizing God understands more than what you've given him credit for. And by him understanding, he is not so much judgmental. That's why he's not going to send you to hell today, but don't die and go before the judgment without having all your junk straightened out. Oh, he touched. Hmm. In the Greek, it means to fasten or to lay hold. In the English, it means to come in contact with, to handle in order to form or manipulate or alter or otherwise affect, especially in an adverse way. Church, we need God to touch us. 
All the songs of the old touch me, Lord Jesus. We need a divine touch from God. Like Mary had. Now we're getting ready to move where the leper. Monique, if you would, do me a favor. Run up to Leviticus, the 13th chapter, verse. 42 and 36. 42 to 46, yeah. Marsha, after she finished, read Mark 40, Mark 1, 40 through 45. Leviticus 13, verse 42. And if there be in the bald head or bald forehead a white reddish sore, it is a leprosy sprung up in his bald head or his bald forehead. Then the priest shall look upon it and behold, if the rising of the sore be white reddish in his bald head or in his bald forehead, as the leprosy appeareth in the skin of the flesh, he is a leprous man. He is unclean. The priest shall pronounce him utterly unclean. His plague is in his head. And the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be rent and his head bare. And he shall put a covering upon his upper lip and shall cry, unclean, unclean. All the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled. He is unclean. He shall dwell alone. Without the camp shall his habitation be. Now notice now. The leper had to be, had to go to the high priest. Had to go to church. So that he could be told what his problem is. Lord have mercy. See, there's a danger in going to all these little, these little upstarts and all these folks that just want to motivate you and all these folks that just don't want to tell you the truth. Come on, Come on. He who had to be told by the priest standing in the priest position and to tell you, you are unclean. Lord, have mercy. You dirty. You contaminated. You ain't as good as you think you are. Now notice, he doesn't offer any remedy. He just offer a pronouncement on him or her. Look at how far the gospel has come. Yes, Lord. 
from just telling you how filthy, low down, and dirty you are to the remedy. Did you notice this now? Now that he was told the shape that he was in or she was in, now you got to say it. I'm a sinner. <laughs> Every time you saw somebody, you had to tell them I'm unclean. Don't get too close to me because I'm unclean, Lord. You know what? The church, and Lord, if the church would start back saying that, folks would be careful where they go. I am contagious. You don't realize sin is contagious. That's how some of that stuff we got caught in. We caught it from the folk we were hanging out with. This is the law. This is what the law do. The law points out stuff. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, if you can say your problem and tell your problem to God, you're on your way to healing and deliverance. But if you act like there's nothing there, you're all right, you're going to be damned and you're still going to be jacked up. So now you got to go around, no matter with, with a veil on, with standing outside the camp, body rotting off, probably a odor. Knowing that he's contaminated and he ain't got no help. You, you need to see that. There was no help for the lepers. There was no help for leprosy. They all just got together and stayed outside the city until they died. Lord, look at the shape we were in. Running out of time in sin. Just knowing the condition. The infection. I can infect them. So, not only if he had family members, he had to leave them. If he had home, he had to leave the house. We don't see the isolation that just being alone will drive you crazy. Nobody to talk to. Lord, I'm getting, I'm getting. That's why most of you came in here, you was nutty as a fruitcake. <laughs> a bunch of nobodies out there talking to a bunch of nobodies. 
and you couldn't figure out this way to save your life. It was strange to you. you even though folks, you may have, folks may have witnessed to you, told you about holiness, I don't see that. Look at God. Oh, they had a lifestyle. They could affect others. They were defined by the public as being unclean. See, we forgot there that, that, that we had problems too. Uh, we addictions and bad lifestyles and, and and unhealthy relationships. Sometimes those unhealthy relationships was twice as bad as leprosy, cause they had you jacked up on the inside. Somebody else had control over you. To the point that you couldn't trust everybody. Amen. Look at what Jesus had to come and do. And we don't, we take a day like this and we don't give it the right kind of value. It's not about church. It's about Jesus. That's why when you come to a house of God, don't. Focus on the people. Focus on God. Because they jacked up too. And you'll have mess around. Have a flashback. A broken heart. And you crying. And you're like I don't know why I'm crying. You thinking about where you came from. It ain't about where you are. You're in the presence of God right now. And you don't have any joy. All you can think about is your leprosy, your issue. So Leviticus told him, now you stay away from everybody else. No, 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 we, we, we want to brag about the word and we're going to, he told the church the same thing. Once you come out, don't you go back. Stay away from them folks out there because they are dangerous. We want to rub shoulder. I need you. I ain't that holy. I ain't no different between me and that. The devil is a lie. I dropped a whole lot of stuff so I could be different. I quit a whole lot of stuff so that I could be different. When I find myself trying to turn around and go back, I stop because I want to be different. I want to be holy and clean before God. He has brought me too far for me to turn around now. Yeah. 
It says now they were probably humiliated and hopeless. Before you got over here, you could identify with humiliation and hopelessness. You couldn't figure out how you were going to make it. Oh, you came to God at the right time. God was pulling on you and he couldn't get you until you become humiliated and hopeless. Uh, so don't tell me, you ain't got to tell me, uh, I came out the accessory and came into here. No, you didn't. You may have came out uh, out of one of the rooms. And then I have to ask you the question, was the one you with, was it yours? Because chances are, if it wasn't yours, the one you got now ain't yours either. Come on. So, now can you imagine, and we did not want to tell on us. You know, in, in Brittany Lamont, that's still far. You don't want to tell on yourself. Somebody asks you a question, even over here, you can't lie, so you smile. And the question never get answered. Since I can't lie, then might as well just say nothing. Then say, then be like Tina. Why you ask me that? <laughs> You, you know, uh, you ain't hollering out you're a leper, but you got the leper rag on, and you're walking with a limp, and uh, I see part of your nose gone, and uh, part of your fingers have fell off. I'm just curious. <laughs> Come on here. God did a work on us, and we should be glad. Hey, Brother Lamar, I got my mask, so I ain't gonna tell you I ain't got no nose. <laughs> hey, all you need to know is I'm unclean right now. I'm clean. <laughs> I ain't gotta tell you I got a gun or a knife. I'm unclean. I'm unclean. I ain't gotta tell you I'll stab you, bite you, shoot you, but I'm unclean. <laughs> Come on here. A man who feels stupid because he, he was emotionally braided as a child. No, no, listen to this. This is some of the stuff that happens to us. And, and, and so, you know, even though it happens to you, God still got to touch you and pull that stuff out of you. That's why you need a continual touch from God. One touch won't do. Getting the Holy Ghost is not going to keep you in here. You're going to have to let God keep coming by and touching you. You know what I like about God? He comes by, you want him to touch your hand, your head. He says, now I'm on them nasty feet. Because I feel like you got a running spirit. You're getting ready to run. It ain't what you want to touch It's what God's want to touch That's going to make you successful 
a teenager who was threatened to take her life because she felt invisible. But see, the thing about it is, damaged people damage other folk. If you're in here and you don't let God cleanse you, heal you, deliver you, you're going to damage somebody else. And we keep forgetting to pass the full message on. If you don't let Jesus help you, you're going to let the devil use you. A recluse who become a street person because he was bullied. Everybody out there. And we say, we, they say, we don't see like God. All we see, somebody, all they trying to do, every time you turn around, they're trying to get my dollar. I don't know if they're lying or telling the truth. I'll give you a dollar, but if I give you a dollar, can I pray for you? Hey, come on. That's what I'm going to start doing. You want my dollar, I'm going to give it to you. But I'm going to show If I can't pray for you, you can't have my dollar. Just in case. Because if they need God, God is not the money they need. It's the God they need. Think about this. If it's the God, remember when, when the Paul said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto thee in the name of Jesus. Give a job. Come on. Don't we believe this? Don't this work? Let's find a way to get folks touched by God. We got some out there that uh, 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 I just want a beer. Okay, I'll give you a dollar. Can I pray for you? Oh, I used to drink beer too. But it wasn't the beer that I needed. I needed Jesus. I got Jesus, and you want my dollar, or you want my change. Can I pray for you? Uh, uh, no. Okay, you can't have my dollar. You show them three or four dollars. Okay, you sure? Come on. God still extends his love. Let's see, you, you forgot. See, I was preaching to y'all the other week. We are the last, maybe the last generation. And we, the devil has taught us his tactics. And we don't want to flip not one of them on him. Just as much as he know on you, Lamont, you know on him. Because he had you out there. And he kept teaching you more and more. Yeah, no, 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 some of y'all so cute and all this stuff. You just hide. You just hide. The devil had you out there just like a, at least you devil had. I peekaboo, I see you. 
I see right through you. You see the thing of That's what we're going to have to tell him. Because he wants us don't do nothing in opposition. But you done taught me everything I know to do. So I know exactly what you do. When you start coming by my house, casing out my yard, you're trying to get ready to find an access to get in there. Amen. Or you want something. You already know that. So come here. I, I got something I want to read. Thou shall not steal. Come, you know the devil. Come on. Man, uh, it's hot out here. You sure you don't want a cold? Wine is a marker. Strong drinks are raging. He that is deceived thereby is not wise. I'm a wise old man. You see, I, I got a, great, a lot of great stubble, but you ain't going to see that. I'm too wise for that. Come on. You got to live no double life. God loves extend to those who are unclean. And see, I think with, if we actually remember where God has pulled us from, why are we so ashamed of where we came from? We're ashamed of it. You couldn't help it back then. All your clean up and your pretty, pretty, you can attribute that to Jesus. All the stuff that you were able to stop and quit, oh, you just can attribute that to Jesus. But the enemy has us, to, that's what I used to do. And so because I used to do it, I understand how to help you if you want some help to get out of your situation. You know what I'm convinced? We just don't know how to talk to this generation. You know, the previous generation, they talked to you. Them old folks used to sit you there and talk to you. Why are you acting like that? That ain't becoming a young woman. That ain't becoming a young man. Folks will look at you and think you want nothing and want to do nothing. Don't want to become nothing. You will mess up your life. We don't want to talk to nobody no more. Oh, but they're leper. You used to be too. You was in the colony with them. You passed the bottle. 
You weren't thinking nothing about being sanitized. Now, oh, I don't drink behind nobody. You used to be the one in Bible scared to drink behind. Now all of a sudden, you don't. Oh, come on. The devil make a fool out of all of us, don't he? God is not like everybody else. And neither are the people. Are his people. First Peter 4 and 8. Instructs believers above all things. Have fervent charity among yourselves. We must be charitable to the people of God. Brother, sister, you got in the action. You need to find a, a saint first. For charity covers a multitude of sin. Love makes a way, provides a way of escape. Love rescues people from the leper colony of sin, abuse, and abandonment, and wrong choices. People come in here off the street. Stop expecting them to be a top-of-the-line saint in a week. That's unfair. You can't do it, and you still struggling with you right now. Amen. We have to love folks. Now, can you imagine God getting ready to send some folks in? Mary Magdalene had seven. Some of them got 27 demons. And they are not going to be right and trusting and for. They can't be. They've been through too much. And we got to love them in the kingdom of God. Where's love? Somebody entertaining folk. We must show God's love to people considered unclean. 1 Corinthians 13. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. You can't think you're more better than anybody else in the room. When you ever start doing that, you start going back. When you think you're a better saint than somebody else, you're in trouble. Does not behave itself rudely. Oh, I know y'all don't like that interpretation. We can't be rude as saints. How are we going to get folks on the basis of love being rude? Well, you know, we play. We play. We play. We not. I'm not talking about playing. I'm talking about when you're actually rude. Now, nah, Coco going to send us all to cause us, all of us, to go to hell. The way we've been talking about. <laughs> Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Thinketh no evil, nor rejoice in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. Beareth 
all things. How, how many? How many things? All things. No, all things. You ain't through. Keep on bearing. Believe it how much? When you gonna believe all? Hope what? How much is all? There's nothing left out. Until you get to this point, you ain't saved like you ought to be saved. And endureth what? So you got a whole lot more to go. Now you got to show God's love. And, and see, we focus. And see, we came over here with the attitude or the focus, me, myself, and I. You can't keep that focus over here. You, and I ain't talking about talking French either, we. It's really have to be a we, a us, in order for us to make it to heaven. If you can't get out of your little box, chances are you're going to miss it because you're in a box. You don't know what they did to me. Oh, I, gotta, I figured out something ain't right. I don't need to know the details. And people, you know, it's amazing how people think because they have gone through that ain't nobody else has gone through. You, if you take time to get to know somebody, if you get to know somebody, they may tell you part of their story. And then you'll know that, hey, what you crying and scratching about ain't near nowhere close to real hurt and real pain. Amen. God is willing to touch and heal people, society, cast aside. When society casts, why do you think we got so much going on out there in the world? Folks are just killing just to be Killing because they mad, hurt, and scared. Don't take nothing to shoot a gun. They close out, pop, 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 pop. They ain't even looking at who they shoot. They shooting and running. Come on. But we want to care. Let's, you know, I don't forget it church they said let each one reach one we didn't stop even thinking about reaching somebody let's say this and it, it sounds cold and callous but what if Nobody reached you. You didn't just walk in here. God sent somebody to water and somebody to plant you so that he could get the increase. 
And when God started dealing with you, all hell broke loose in your life.